It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's not going to be easy, but unfortunately, we will have to open the show with an apology. Because unlike most of the network news that you watch or the newspapers that you read, when they make a mistake, rather than uh, talking about that mistake, correcting that mistake, and doing so in a manner as prominent as it was first reported or in our case, opined, uh, it would be like burying it in a PSA at 1 in the morning. I mean, that would be that would be the version of how they do corrections in uh, publications. You think that would be fair? I think that's a, that's a fair assessment. So we're going to do this. We're going to lead the show with this. On the guns. We, uh, we here on the show, uh, I would say that over the course of it, have been pretty strong on the Second Amendment. Uh, Ross has invoked it for things that clearly could never have been envisioned by the Founding Fathers. I believe we spent uh, easily a half hour talking about a flying gun the other day. How awesome that was going to yeah, be, huh? It shall not be infringed. Right, right. Meanwhile, we've looked to states like Virginia, where they're trying to do what they're doing. Uh, Democrats at the debate, uh, many in Congress, uh, some of the very dishonest uh, uh, anti-gun groups, uh, which for some reason, I don't know why more, I guess maybe because it's the primary, more people aren't pointing at the Mike Bloombergs of the world, one of the major funders, Moms Demand Action, who rather than just arguing their position are extremely disingenuous. So with all of that in mind, I have to tell you, I was wrong. Something needs to be done. And I did not know it until I tuned in yesterday to the South Carolina Democratic primary debate. Imagine if I stood here and said we give immunity to drug companies. We give immunity to tobacco companies. That has caused carnage on our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. More than all the wars, including Vietnam, from that point on. Those are Thanos numbers he's putting up. Roughly. 150 million people. Just think about that. Half, roughly, the U.S. population. Gone. 
You know, I've noticed a lot of abandoned homes and cars. I didn't know what was up. Have you noticed that up in your neighborhood? I think many of you probably have. That's roughly half uh, half your family members, too. We may have to go back to the old agrarian uh, expansionist days where you had ten children and maybe three survive. And how do I know that that number's accurate? That man's running for Senate. I heard that yesterday. You know, I'm going to call it now. I think he's going to win re-election of the Senate. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. That's very brave of me to say, but I'm a brave person. I think it's going to happen. You think it's going to happen? I think he's going to end up in the Senate. Ah. Do, do you doubt me? Well, I mean, it's very dangerous out there, right? There's a lot of time between now and Senate. And when when uh, one and two is getting murdered by a gun, more than at least the more than all the other wars, because yes, 150 million would be more than all the other wars as far as the U.S. population is concerned. I like how he blames Bernie for it too. Let's listen to that goodness one more time. Imagine if I stood here and said we give immunity to drug companies. We give immunity to tobacco companies. That has caused carnage on our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. More than all the wars, including Vietnam, from that point on. We haven't quite been doing the show since 2007. Right, we're only this is our tenth year, so it it's not quite half the U.S. population. But the entire time that we've been doing this show, that I've been arguing that the Second Amendment is kind of important, and that uh, all of these little workarounds and all of this insanity, uh, many times couched with disingenuous numbers, is an attack on on something that well. You can identify a problem, you're, you're being disingenuous about the cause of it. A hundred plus million people have been murdered, and I didn't even mention it. And for that, I am truly sorry. There. Does everybody feel better now? I feel better. I had to get that off my chest. So yeah, that was fun last night. Mostly they just screamed over each other. And I don't put that necessarily on them. I put that on uh, the CBS moderators. You kind of have to get a handle on that. So, unfortunately, we did not see that. We'll get to some of the other uh, fun stuff there from the the show. But uh, 150 billion people. I just want you to think about that. That's a lot of... um, it's going to be a lot of days throughout the year where you're, you're just down because you're remembering the loss of a particular family member or friend. Half of them. I mean, I'm even more confused because I spent the entire night in the quantum realm. Really? Yeah, to me it was only like two seconds, but it was the entire night. And yeah, well, that's back, how those everyone, things work. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's gone. Well, at least half. <sighs> so sad. So sad. Um... And for those of you who don't remember yesterday's uh, little Biden cut. And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. 
Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other Biden. Give me a look, though, okay? What does he say at the end, by the way? Does he say vote for the other Biden? Yeah, vote for the other Biden. Wait, we're trying to get Hunter elected now? I'm not sure. I've heard some things. Be fun to watch, though, wouldn't it? Oh, what a mess. I, I I don't know what you do with Joe Biden. I don't hold a particular animus to Joe Biden either. I got accused of that in the email. I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting there, and for people who are trying to, quant- well, you know, how's that any different than Trump? Uh, you know, talking about the numbers at the inauguration because Trump knows he's exaggerating, <laughs> right? So there's that. Oh wait, hold on. Now people are trying to help me get to the number. Let's see what we got here. Oh, no, that's fair. That's, that would be fair. That's not accurate, but that would be fair. So people are now saying that you have to include all of the legally harvested uh, uh, game. And I mean, Oh, no, the number would be far in excess of that. Since 2007? I mean, how many deer do we just kill here in North Carolina? And they're friggin' everywhere. No, no, I, 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 I mean, I, I feel like that's not what he meant. A hundred and fifty million people murdered. Murdered by guns, thanks to Bernie. The irony, of course, is, and this was my initial thought on this, the irony is, because he's thrown in Bernie's lap, if you wanted to count people murdered by communists, you'd have to go back a little further than 2007, but let's just... Let's just say in the lifetime of the oldest living person. We're probably there. I mean, granted, they laid it kind of at Trump's feet. The problem is we have a, we're having a really hard time still to this day nailing down the Mao, the Mao number. So it, it, it's a pretty broad spectrum right. there. You know, it's hard to get accurate numbers out of China. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. this story and others, so it's a common thing. By the way... Did you hear this? Apparently, one of the Major League Baseball teams is having a bunch of problems. They keep having to quarantine their players for coronavirus. You want to guess which team it is that uh, now has had to quarantine multiple players for coronavirus? Go ahead. Don't tell me it's Houston. No, no. The Boston? Yeah. Complete poverty. <laughs> you didn't see that story? I did not. I, I figured you'd I be all over one. that no, story. No, I missed it. Yeah, I figured you'd be all over that story. Uh, for the second time now in spring training, the Boston Red Sox affected the quarantine players in the wake of the virus outbreak. Uh, Taiwanese pitcher Chi Jung Lee, Lu Lao, uh, has literally been quarantined in a Florida hotel room since his arrival from overseas. Um, who else? Uh, another Taiwanese player. I. It, it's it's interesting because as you sit here and you look at this stuff, you realize that there's a lot of players from Asia in baseball, and while it's fun, the, it's the Red Sox from a uh, you know from a little uh, showbit standpoint. Probably going to be a few of them. And by the way, yesterday we predicted on the show that the Olympics are going to be impacted. Well, now we have confirmation of that. 
the IOC's longest-serving member, came out with a statement yesterday saying that the Tokyo Olympics uh, organizers have until late May to see if the virus is under control. If not, we may be looking at a cancellation. That according to the longest-serving member of the IOC. Dick Pound. Well, if Dick Pound is uh, concerned, it's pretty serious. I'm concerned that Dick Pound, the longest-serving member of the IOC, probably listens to the show, heard us talking about it, went, whoops, cat's out of the bag. I'm going to have to issue a statement. I'm Dick Pound. Longest-serving member. So we will uh, we'll we'll reference that frequently throughout the show today. All right, and then I'll give you a rundown of some of the other stuff we got going on. We got all sorts of goodness. We're what? It's our annual. Apparently, it's Moonbat rescuing season over at the Magic Bus. I don't know why. We just mentioned that yesterday. I know it's so weird, isn't it? We mentioned the Magic Bus yesterday. Boom, having to rescue Moonbats. We mentioned the Olympics. Boom. Dick Pound, longest-serving members, out with a statement. We pretty much uh, run the news cycle, I feel like. Do you need any more proof? There you go. That we're living in a computer simulation. Oh, we're on that again. Okay. The odds, right? right? Come on. You good? Or maybe we're just that good. I'm going to go with that one right there. So uh, hang loose. We'll get to all of that. Right now, your Bloomberg uh, Money Minute brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Investors are bracing for another tumultuous trading day. The Dow has lost more than 1,900 points this week already. The sell-off could deepen depending on whether today's coronavirus headlines compel investors to offload risky assets. Investors may get an idea of how the virus is affecting travel. Both Marriott and Brookings Holdings report earnings today. One is the world's largest hotel operator, the other the largest travel booking operator. Marriott has seen its stock price plunge 18% this year. Disney's new chief executive, Bob Chapek, starts his first full day on the job, taking over for Bob Iger. And Chapek is now running the House of Mouse with Disneyland in Shanghai closed because of the coronavirus. He ran the company's parks over the past five years. Home Depot reported strong earnings yesterday. Today, it is Lowe's turn. Both chains care a lot about home prices. As they rise, home renovations rise too. Martin DeCaro, Bloomberg Radio. All right, 622. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back in a few. Hang on. See now with Beck at 9 and Rush at noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, it is a 627. I just realized I got to get these out too. We got so much audio today. We got so much on the blog too. Hey, do you remember how adorable BattleBots were? Didn't Was it on Comedy Central or something? I can't remember which channel ran it. It actually was a TV show for a while. You could go watch basically souped up remote control cars battle each other. And it was fine and it never really it never really creeped me out. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay. It's apparently gone to the next level. Holy crap. The sumo battle bots? They're really bored over in Asia, man. Check. We got a video up of these things. They're terrifying. They even sound terrifying. Wait till you see these damn things. I showed Ross this yesterday. Yeah, he, now he assumes Teslas are going to kill him. Yeah, now the blog title, well, because Tesla retweeted it, right? So you saw it. In yeah, Twitter. Elon yeah, Musk retweeted it. it. It's up at, we tweeted at Casey on the radio. Yeah, I mean, the blog title is electric cars will evolve and kill us all. And you know what? If you think Terrifying. that's if you think that oh you're exaggerating, go look. You're gonna think the video sped up no, too. It's a cute little car. You sped up the video. No, it's, it's nope. gonna end us. Uh uh-uh. uh. No no no. You'll never escape that ever ever. All those no. And those are just those are tiny little starter murder drones. Go check them out. KCOnTheRadio.com. Yesterday, I told you about the legal hissy fit thrown by the wise Latina Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. She was furious at the Supreme Court's emergency ruling that allows the Trump administration to deny green cards to welfare recipients. The wise Latina is mad that elections have consequences. Well, now there's more court news, folks, and this is delicious. On Monday, a federal appeals court sided with the Trump administration on a so-called gag rule. The court refused to block a Trump rule that limits what federally funded family planning providers can tell patients about abortion procedures. Judge Sandra Ikuta cited Supreme Court precedent supporting similar rules in 1988 under President Reynolds Magnus. It's a good decision, but that's not the reason it's so delicious. The fun part is where the ruling was made. This decision in favor of the Trump administration came from the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, formerly known as the Ninth Circus. Trump's flipped it. Over the weekend, the L.A. Times ran a panicked article about the shockwaves reverberating through the legal world because of the many appointments Trump has made to the Ninth Circuit. He has flipped it from a radical leftist court to one that more often rules in favor of the Constitution. Liberals are in shock, and that is delicious because elections do have consequences. Tax season can be a pain, but it is worth it when you open the mailbox and get the refund you were waiting for. 
unless somebody else has already filed your return. Yeah, during tax season, your personal info may be shared more than usual. You need LifeLock, the number one most recognized brand in identity theft protection. LifeLock monitors for uses of your personal information, alerts you to possible suspicious activity, and if you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated identity restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but having LifeLock means one less thing to stress about during tax season. Head to LifeLock.com or call 800-440-4833. Use the promo code RUSH to save up to 25% off your first year. That's promo code RUSH. 25% off at LifeLock.com. Today at noon, more of KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News right now on 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle and 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. Well, let's look at a little uh, little fun in local politics, shall we? Don't worry, we'll, we'll get back to some of the debate cuts. I know you don't care. But um, here uh, in uh, North Carolina, obviously, we are staring at a primary that is less than a week away. And so now's the time to put up or shut up. Well, for uh, for those of you uh, down towards Wilmington, there is a Republican primary. Uh, two North Carolina House candidates at odds, Representative Ted Davis Jr., the District 19 incumbent, who is uh, running in the primary against the owner of a Wilmington tattoo shop by the name of Justin Lanassa. And let's just say it's one of the more interesting political commercials I've ever heard. Here is the ad being run by Ted Davis Jr. in defense of uh, his reelection, going up against his primary challenger, Justin Lanassa, who um, Ted Davis feels has a little problem with his employees. And um, (laughs) it's pretty weird. You work hard. You deserve a promotion. But some employers see things differently. Take Justin Lanassa. He exploits his female employees. What? Oh, no. He exploits his female... Okay, all right. Well, what do you you mean by that? Making them wrestle in a pool of grits to earn a promotion. (laughs) <laughs> well i mean you've got to vote for that guy <laughs> so i wait a That's second it's amazing he you work hard you deserve a promotion sure i have to hear this some again employers see things differently take justin lanassa he exploits his female employees making them wrestle in a pool of grits to earn a promotion <laughs> what <laughs> That's not how we do it around here. I'm but vo- I'm voting twice. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> cheater. Hold on. That that's a pretty substantial allegation. You're gonna have to have some proof, right? Before Ross will come commit voter fraud for you. We need some proof. Do you have proof, sir? Hard to believe, but true. Here's the actual footage narrated by Justin himself. Oh dear God! Look at him go! Yeah. All right, it's a over. A little on one. All employees deserve better, and Republicans in New Hanover County deserve better. Click the link to see for yourself. So, that is, 
And in the video, it's just kind of a grainy video. We will tweet a link to you. Ross having trouble getting the video to embed. So we'll tweet a link out to you. Um, you watch a commercial and have a little snippet in there. I, I don't know that anyone's pushing back on that. That being said, I feel like uh, Representative Davis, your ad may have the opposite impact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and if I'm the guy that he's attacking in the video, what, Lanasa, whatever his name is? Yeah. I would just come out and be like, listen, certain people are pandering to you. They think you're stupid. I own a tattoo shop. We had fun. That was the employees having fun. This will be a different sort of office. I, yeah. I won't have people wrestling in grits unless you, the people, ask for it. Then, of course, I will do it because I'm a man of the people. There you go. Vote for me. Uh, that's right. Grits or no grits? Your choice. You, by the way, uh, Ross used to make women wrestle in. What does it used to make yeah, women no, wrestle in? I worked at the radio station down the hall. Did the night show down there? Yeah, we did it every year. We had slaw slam. Slaw well, we slam. We would have a giant pit of coleslaw, and we'd have women and uh, even little people wrestling it. I, I but saw. I, was I right went there. to your very last one. Yeah. It was the first year I was ever here in North Carolina, and I watched two pregnant women wrestle sure. in slaw. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't know I needed to see that until I saw it. And you know what? They didn't look like. They were unhappy about it. No, they had a great time, and it was disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Stepping in that thing and broadcasting live from the big pit of coleslaw. It was a different time. (laughs) (laughs) I've changed. Uh, I haven't really changed. I was going to say you would if we were if I was if we were to go to a promotions meeting right now, and they're like, "Hey, what do you guys want to do for uh, the the show?" And we're like, "Why don't we do grit wrestling?" And they said, "Yes." Ross and I'd be I'd get Ross would organize the whole thing and I can't get him to organize uh, watching a right, debate. I have experience. Yeah. All right. So uh, is, would you not vote for somebody who's who makes two women in a bikini? Doesn't make. I you know you should talk to the women, but two two female employees wrestle in coleslaw or excuse me uh, uh, grits. That's the thing. Like he's acting. They're acting like he's like uh, oppressing them. Like he's forcing them to do it. Like he's the Joker in the movie where he's like, "There's a position. One of you is going to die. Fight yeah. for it." You know, like in hands the, him the half pull right, stick. Come yeah, on, man. All right, they're eight, fun. Eight 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 nine three four seven eight seven four. Favorite topic right here. Not the only dishonest or deceptive ad out there, according to uh, uh, all things political. In fact. Uh, there is uh, there is a a, a Slenderman ad that we're going to have to get to a uh, Tom or an anti Tom Tillis ad that has bothered some people, and I think what I find most bothersome about it is how low rent lame it is. So we will share that with you coming up here in uh, just a few minutes. Uh, ah, you know what? I was going to bring this up. Uh, yes, John, what's up? Yes, uh, is there any way you can find any details or Ross find any details that the guy put salt, pepper, and butter in there? If he didn't, he can count my vote off. Well, that's right. I, I think hate there's going to be a grid. Yeah, well, how about red-eye gravy, sir? Is that okay? It, that will fly, too. Okay. But just plain grit? Come on, man. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, Ross, look into that, which means he's going to watch the video a bunch more, sir. See if he can pick out any specks of pepper or salt. What if they're cheese grits? Are those okay? I feel like we're dividing the. We're going to have to divide things like barbecue over this. Now, to be fair, he's going to have to pander to Eastern North Carolina with his grits preparation prior to the wrestling match. Also, I didn't feel like that one wrestler's heart was in on was in it. You know what I'm saying? 
That or she just really likes laying down in grits. She likes the feel of it. So uh, anyway, we got that for you. Meanwhile, a uh, some moonback group has decided they were going to put together. Uh, uh, I hate Tom Tillis ad, which is fine. I mean, that's you know that's how it goes during the uh, during the election season. The problem is the way that the ad is made to look is like somebody's watching a TV news broadcast, and the way the delivery goes is the same. And unless you um, from a, if let's say you've never seen anything like it, okay. <laughs> I know I'm going out on a limb here, and we'll get to the other thing, the other point here in just a moment. But if you've never seen anything like it, you're looking at it, and if you want visual representation that it's not an actual newscast, there is a very small crawl at the end that says paid for by Piedmont Rising. Uh, Piedmont Rising being the nonprofit, which is basically uh, uh, Planned Parenthood, Progress NC, Charlotte Reproductive Action Network, and others uh, from an advisory standpoint. So uh, anyway, this is the ad that they're running. Breaking news today, the U.S. House has passed a law to give Medicare the power to negotiate lower drug prices. But advocates are worried that Senator Tom Tillis plans to block this measure. Nonpartisan estimates show the bill would save families and seniors as much as 55 percent on drug costs. Now the measure heads to the Senate, where it faces an uncertain future. For more on the battle against increase, so very, very light touch there uh, with Tillis, and what the, obviously the context, which most political ads leave out, is that there are uh, uh, Grassley's got one, Pelosi's got one. The, this is advocating for Pelosi's prescription drug bill, which includes a bunch of other stuff that some Republicans have a problem with. Um, and I even and the Trump administration put one out, at least from a guidance document standpoint. The point that I'm making is there there is a lot of support for prescription drug legislation, but each individual bill has stuff that one side or the other isn't going to like. This is where people get together and organize this. This ad, of course, is uh, Tom, but Tom Tillis looks like he may block it. And the problem people are having is that people could confuse it for an actual news broadcast. What you? Why are you shaking your head? Why you? Sh- what do you mean? You- I think once again it comes down to people thinking, thinking people are stupid. People are stupid. I think, yeah, but I mean Some anybody people. who's watched any television for the past decade knows those spots, right? The early morning infomercial infomercials yeah. where it looks like a news broadcast, and you're like, "Oh, the news is on," and then they start talking, and you're like, "Oh, it's a commercial." Where they're like, "If you don't buy this shampoo, all your hair will fall out." This is a news broadcast. You're like, "This is a commercial," and there's a gray screen of somebody with no hair. Right, I think, and maybe, then the colored portion has hair. Yeah. Maybe there's a Joe Biden type, hundred fifty year old watching who still is confused by those. But I think the average person watching TV, like I said, who's watched TV for the past decade, is going to be like, "This is a commercial." I could it's I, a political ad. I, I hear you because I looked at it. And I'm immediately. And but also it's but it does look like a news a news site uh, or a news desk that this woman's at. Uh, what is it they call the the NC Examiner? And I could get I could dive deep into the whole NC Examiner and the web of uh, people involved with this and other states with these fake publications that are not fake but uh, uh, partisan political publications. That being said, there's also the part where. You do a disservice, if, if, if possible, to local media, which people may still have uh, elements of trust in. Plus, there's the biggest portion. Why didn't you pay us to do the ad? Holy crap, we do so much better Tom Tillis takedown ads than that lame piece of crap right there.
Why wouldn't you just pay us? This election day, ask yourself, is Tom Tillis slender man? We could do that in a news delivery. Get Kyle in here. I mean, I wrote that. It took me two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. In a recent poll, 100% of women with children said, quote, Yes, Tom Tillis is slender man, and I fear for my children. See, stats inserted sounds legit. Because Tom Tillis. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I mean, Slenderman stalks them while they sleep. End quote. We asked Tom Tillis if he was Slender Man, but he couldn't answer. Because Tom Tillis was busy dancing inside a pentagram, maniacally chanting about your children and his million-dollar yacht. This election day, say no to Slender Man, no to Tom Tillis, yes to your children, and yes to America. And, and yes to Grits Wrestling. We need to add that on there, too. I mean, I think we can all agree the most disturbing part of that is the yacht. We have a million dollar yeah, yacht. Bil- what billionaire yacht owner? What do they even pay? One hundred seventy four thousand, right. and then yeah, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Just doing the math here. So yeah, yeah, their ad is deceptive, but it's also really lame compared to what it could have been. That's the point we're making. They're not even trying. Ah, uh, lame. Six fifty. Back in a bit. show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. No, that's a good point. Uh, all right, welcome back. 656. KCO Day radio program. Uh, so what all did Trump do yesterday? I know a lot of people would be like, well, I seem to remember he was in India and then he flew back on uh, Air Force One. Didn't see a whole lot of him. Well, you'd be wrong. Other than that little press conference, Chip, he was busy stealing water from poor people in the greater New York City area and uh, normalizing Indian cults, I guess. So, where do you want to start? Well, uh, let's start with the pipes. That's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. So, up in New York City... They're having some issue with uh, water to uh, uh, one of the housing units, uh, one of the housing groups. Um, uh, water main broke there. This is in East Harlem. And the New York Times opinion page editor, Mara Gaze on it, 
Uh, responding to a tweet by uh, their reporter, day two, no running water. Hundreds of families in three buildings still don't have running water at the Taft houses in East Harlem. A water main break caused nine buildings, 3,000 people to lose water service. Mara Gay responds, but make America great again, right? So apparently Donald Trump is also in, uh, is in charge of New York City's uh, water infrastructure. So, um, so he's, he's got about 3,000 families, many of them with children, uh, that uh, he is, uh, he's too busy to get water uh, to. Uh, zero mention, by the way, in any of the Times coverage of the mayor and or governor, for that matter. Um, it's weird. Just weird how that works. Also, when Donald Trump was rattling off during his press conference yesterday various things that he saw, places that he went, in areas and parts of India that he thought were nice, he made a mistake. Not really. But what he did do is he referenced a portion of India that includes... Not that he ever mentioned them, a particular sect of Hindu. And just because he referenced the area, automatically they assume that Donald Trump's referring to this weird cult. So he must agree with their beliefs, which are kind of weird. I'll share that with you coming up. It is 7.07. It is, depending on, well, at least in my field of vision, it is um, soup outside. Was it, uh, did you have fog all the way coming in up in uh, Wake Forest? Yeah, it was even worse at like 3.30 in the morning. It was very creepy. Yeah. So, uh, depending on where you are, if you're getting out there, I don't know that it slowed me down too much, but if you have traffic, it'll be a little worse. But, uh, yeah, so... uh, how you doing this morning? We got uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest an hour away. That's exciting. Plus, uh, and let me throw this out here, and I want everyone to pay attention because I feel like not everyone is uh, listening. Their listening skills ain't what they used to be. So uh, we're sitting ahead uh, less than a week out from primary here in North Carolina. It's next Tuesday. And um, we... Normally, don't do the whole thing where we run out. We get all we send all the candidates a letter. Oh, we'd love to talk to. You. We'd like to have a forum. I don't care, right? So sorry, and I know that bothers some of you because I get your nasty email this time of the year. I can't believe your whole show is not people pontificating. Well, that would suck. So we're not going to do that. But what we will do is we will open up uh, the ability of people to call in who are running for office with these parameters. Today, tomorrow, and Friday are for people running for a statewide office or a federal office. A little more name recognition there. They can be a little further away from the day. So if you're running for a statewide office or a federal office and you're on the ballot there, That's cool. That would be, you know, people running for Congress, people running for governor, 
People running for lieutenant governor. You getting the gist of this AG, right? So if you want to, if you want to talk to us, then all you have to do is call the show. 888-934-7874. But unlike traditional callers, what is going to happen is Ross is going to verify you. Because I can't have people calling in and being like, hi, this is Roy Cooper. I hate women, right? And then I can't have that because then it may not be Roy. So what I need is to go through the verification, and then we'll have a conversation. Then you can call anytime during the show. But if we have a pre-booked guest like Dan uh, at 8.05, then he's, he'll get priority there, obviously. But um, other than that, that's how we do this. So that is for statewide and or federal so if you are if you are a candidate for one of those or you are a minion of one of those, make sure you communicate the proper information, the phone number 888-934-7874. If you forget it, it's available on the website, kcontheradio.com, and uh, those folks are welcome to call in. We'll have a little chit-chat about, you know, what's what. Now, Monday and Tuesday, well, I've gotten emails from some of you, Monday and Tuesday of next week. Local, uh, when I say local candidates, that could be North Carolina House, North Carolina Senate, or any local candidates that I'm leaving out that don't fit the the statewide or the federal. Those will be Monday and Tuesday. That way, you know, name recognition ain't what it used to be. Maybe you want to call in and talk about your grits wrestling platform, whatever. That'll be your time. Okay, good, great, wonderful. Everybody understands. Fantastic. 888-934-7874. You want to be on the show. Boy, where do I even start? Let's let me let me ask you this. So yesterday on the show we talked about coronavirus, right? And I just one of the things that I mentioned is obviously the Olympics. Then I noticed after we talked about it on the show, then all the stories of the Olympics came out, so obviously we're trendsetters. And the part where the Olympics are in Asia, they're not that far away. And so you would have a combination, if they go forward with this, depending on where we are, of the possibility of there being countries that refuse to go. And let me tell you what's going to hit the psyche hard if it were to happen. The, those in the world who are among the fittest and healthiest people in the world, Olympic athletes, and some of them contracting and perhaps even dying of coronavirus. That'll hit, that'll hit the psyche of 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 you know re- regular joes and fat schlubs and all the rest of us. We're not going to want to see that. Some guy with four percent body fat. And I'm and I mean that. I mean I I literally mean that that it, it actually because everything is about the mindset. I was talking to some folks yesterday uh from you know about where they're at, and there are people who are already and let's see I know the CDC story came out yesterday. And by the way, the Olympic story uh was confirmed, my fears were confirmed by the longest serving member of the IOC, uh Dick Pound. Yes, Dick Pound, longest-serving member. <laughs> what? Sorry. Estimates that there is about a three-month window to decide the fate of the Olympics and says, uh, according to Pound, that once late <laughs> May rolls around, 
if the virus, we'll see if the virus is under control, and if it's not, you're probably looking at a cancellation. And did I remember? Uh, did I mention that Dick Pound is the longest-serving member? So he's going to have, you know, the most experience on this. I mean, that is huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. You know, it is very impactful. Repeatedly impactful, actually, as you as you go throughout this uh, story here, and he starts talking about some of the parameters. Um, did you, uh, I will say this. Did you see Trojan tweeted back at Dick Pound? <laughs> Sorry. They wrote, but they tweeted back at him. He put this story up, and Trojan can't help themselves. So the official Trojan account tweets back, we're not sure what he uses, but we use Magnum on our longest-serving member. <laughs> I didn't know they made other condoms. I thought they just made the Magnums. It's weird. Anyway, uh, you know, but in all seriousness, that's something they're going to have to figure out. There is a couple other suggestions that I saw, and they're like, well, what about some of the other cities that are further in the rotation? Well, one of those cities is Los Angeles. Right? They're a future site. And they're li- and one of their bids was largely due to the fact that they have a lot of infrastructure because, you know, they've done one of these before. And so some people are like, well, why don't we move it there? Um, how about no? How about that? How about, sorry, no, you're not bringing all your folks from all over, uh, over to the greater L.A. area. No, 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 no. You know, thus far in the U.S., we've only had two person-to-person transfers of the coronavirus that we know of. And I believe it's, what, 14 is the number of people actually infected, and or 14 or 15? And all and the majority, the vast majority of them were infected because they were they were someplace where it was. That's here on that's U.S. soil. That doesn't count the the people who were on that cruise ship though, because they were infected and they went through their incubation period there. So, in the grand scheme of things, as as popular a travel destination as the U.S. is, that's kind of a big deal. My question is, how is it impacting you? When we talk about this, do you, do you do you worry? Do you know Ross says he he won't travel international anymore? Can you can you believe it? Yeah, you know traveling is my passion. Some companies are already trying to figure out whether they're going to allow, you know, where they're going to allow people to travel. If you travel right now, there's multiple points. If you're traveling internationally, I just went through this, where they're trying to determine whether you are in China or not. And if you're sitting on a U.S. passport, I would think that passport control here would be able to know if you were in China or not. But if I'm sitting on a passport from some other country, I'm not sure how that works. And is it really up to me being honest? And I asked one lady what happens if, if somebody was to say yes. And I think they just they take your temperature. What? I would hope that that's an escalating thing. But when they're telling Americans prepare, what are we talking? Are we talking not coming into the place of work? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she weighed in on it yesterday. Where did I put this dumbest thing I've ever read? Sorry. There it is. Quote, I used to work in the food industry. I can't tell you how many times the people who handle your food who are already overworked and underpaid show up sick to work. 
because our country refuses to guarantee health care. Hashtag Medicare for all. So she used it as a, a, a either you give us Medicare for all or we'll cough coronavirus in your food. Well, here's the thing. People who are uh, people are struggling to get by. It's not simply health care that they're struggling to afford. They're still going to come to work. I get what she's saying about people going to work when they work a job where there's not paid time off or anything. Got it. 100% get it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But, you know, oh, we're going to, oh, Medicare for all is the answer. Apparently not. Have you scuttled travel plans? You guys going to Disney this year? No, but Marky was planning on going to Japan to visit her friend. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, he, uh, the couple, they lived down in, uh, in a rightsville, where do they? Why can't I think of it now? Topsail, topsail, yeah. And Top, they, they say it moved, after me, topsail, topsail. Yes, you. they moved. He stationed. He was stationed down there. Now they're over in Japan. She's going to visit her best friend. She got a passport. Now we don't know. It could get really bad. If it gets bad, guess what? That trip is off. Wait, do you have insurance? Have you bought the airline ticket yet? Uh, no, the ticket has not been bought. Yeah, yeah. So I'd spend the extra money on that. Kyle was asking me, you know, in news, he said, if it gets really bad, worst case scenario, it gets really bad. Mm-hmm. Are we still going to have to come in as if it was a blizzard? Because when we have bad storms, right, we still yeah, come hurricanes, in whatever. We've got to inform people. It's part of the job. Yeah. So do we still come in? I told him, if, if we're here, it's just, if it's just me, you, and KC, right here alone in the building, yeah. reporting on this, and you show the first signs of symptoms, I'm putting you down. Well, that's I'm what a friend would do. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I have a family. Yeah. It's, uh, we've worked together for a decade. I don't care. I'm shooting the head. No, no, give, at least give him the, his family the open We're, casket, man. So in the chest? Yeah, That's yeah, fair. yeah. It's fair. Come on. My natural instinct is just to shoot double tap in the head. Right, from um, your Zombieland, yeah. Oh, from Zombieland. Okay. I was going to say some sort of actual training. I don't know if it was a Kumite thing, but no, it's uh, it's a movie reference. Okay. I, I respect Kyle Lake, but I'm putting him down. Well, you wouldn't First want... science. But he's like, <laughs> gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could you imagine him going back and affecting his whole family? He'd feel horrible right. before. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I just we live in a we live in a state where we loot bread and milk if they say the word snow. So you know, some some people freak out. Sometimes people don't freak out enough, too. That's the other side of this. So it'll be it'll be uh, rather rather interesting to see how people. I know companies are going to start. Companies are going to come up with stuff if they have. They're going to have to because there's a liability there. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be companies around here, but if you if you live in one of these areas, especially if you live near where you have a you have a high population of people who are from one of the infected countries, just because they're more apt to travel back and forth, see family friends like that. There's a greater level of concern there. And I frankly I don't know how you handle that. 
we're all sitting in our house and I'm doing remote broadcasts on the radio. I don't. So that's you wonder why what's going on with the uh, stock market's going on. It's a little bit of that. It's also the tech. It's primarily the tech right now. Companies like Apple and others that do a, an immense amount of manufacturing overseas are basically not going to be able to or potentially not going to be able to in the minds of some investors, I don't know, be able to hit the quarterly uh, sales projections. And you know what happens when somebody misses a projection? Their stock gets savaged that day. So these are investors going, well, I I think they're going to get savaged in the future. Let me get me mine now. And that's how you get what you saw yesterday and the day before. And the... There's a lot more to it, but I think the CDC warning people yesterday at that point definitely raised the, um, the at least the thought level on on the parts of a lot of folks. Yeah, four people sent me that story. Yeah, I which one the Dick Pound story? Th- that one as well. Yeah, well, you sent me that one four times. Yes, well, no, it's amazing. Story. Come on, man. Right, it is. <laughs> you got to respect Mr. Pound, longest serving member. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's big time. Never even thought of going by Richard. Said, screw it, I'm all in. But I also saw on Twitter. Oh, perfect. Are you, are you sitting down? Yeah, I'm here. There was a poll I took on Twitter yesterday. Oh, good. Yeah, the poll is something like, uh, do you think the coronavirus is actually a deep state false flag? Well, if it's on Twitter, I can't. Please share the answer. I voted no. Of course you I'm did. Like, the Dome answer guy. is no, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, no, it's not a deep state false flag. It's a thing. Believe once again, you sitting down. I'm right here. No, I was in the minority in this poll. Oh wow! Like ten thousand people voted. Oh, like seventy two percent said yes. False flag. Well, it's a false flag with yeah. uh, roughly what a uh, 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 death rate in some places that was as high as eleven percent. That's put as I said before. That's putting up real numbers. Seven twenty two. Just curious how it's impacting or potentially could impact what you're doing. Or if you think it's a deep state false flag, please call. Love to hear from you, too. 888-934-7874. Back in a bit. You got your chance to win two tickets to see Ronnie Millsap and Stephanie Quayle at the Stephen Tanger Center for the Performing Arts in Greensboro on May 2nd. Text the keyword Tanger, T-A-N-G-E-R, that's Tanger, to 47142. Tanger to 47142. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rate supply. Good luck. Okay, uh, 7.36, welcome back, KCO Day radio program. I'm going to jump into phone calls, but first, I was um, I, I don't really pay attention to who they endorse. You're telling me that David Price yesterday endorsed Joe Biden. I know that previously the other Democratic uh, 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 House of Representatives folks here in North Carolina had went Joe. Yesterday went Joe Biden. Joe Biden. And I have a simple proposition here. I'm here to ask you for your help. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. That was yesterday. That was yesterday morning. I think he's going to get reelected to the Senate. That was yesterday morning. And then during the debate last night... um, are you all sitting down? I'm going to need all of you to sit down. I got some horrible news about coworkers, family, and friends. And by the way, let me just say also, 
I've been wrong on the whole Second Amendment thing. I want to apologize. I'm, I, I've been of the opinion that, that, you know, it's a pretty important thing. Defended a lot of, um, I defended a lot of attacks on it over the years. I was 100% wrong. Here's Joe Biden, who multiple members of the U.S. House of Representatives from North Carolina have now endorsed. Imagine if I stood here and said we give immunity to drug companies. We give immunity to tobacco companies. That has caused carnage on our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the... 150 million people have been killed by guns since 2007. That from Thanos Biden there. I was going to say, it's like half the population. That's it. It's It's Thanos Biden. Here's the thing. I don't expect him to come out and endorse Trump, the Democratic Congress people, but... You tell me there's not one other Democrat maybe you want to throw your support behind? 150 million people dead from gun violence since 2007. Y'all should be terrified. How many wakes have you gone to? How many abandoned homes ready for looting are there on your block? There has to be a few. Why does traffic still suck? How is that possible? A lot of questions. Boston Paul, what's up? I thought maybe you had the coronavirus. You went on break so long. I didn't. I was enjoying myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I am not afraid of the coronavirus. I'm going on a floating incubator in April. And I'm not afraid of it because I already You're getting it. on a cruise ship in April. Where are you going? I'm going Caribbean. Oh, well, you know, here's the thing. I, I think that maybe I'm going I would understand now. I would understand if people are like, I don't want to do the cruise around Asia, right? Because that's where right. that one was from. But, you know, mm-hmm. whether if you're going to the Caribbean, I got uh, Dr. Campbell's on a cruise right now. And other, other than a- acute alcohol poisoning, I don't think he's probably going to come back with anything. And I saw a doctor like Dr. Campbell. And joking around, I said I had the coronavirus. And jokingly, he said, you did. You had a strain of it. So I, I told you I had it. Well, I believe he's referencing the flu strain, but that's fine. All right. No, 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 no. It's a respiratory. The coronavirus uh, is respiratory. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm immune, man. I'm good. So you're good. You're going to go to Cozumel. You're fine. Yeah, I'm going to Cozumel and uh, Belize. And, you know, I'm going to. Yeah, a safer, yeah. lot safer down there. I don't believe that uh, 150 million people were killed in Mexico since 2007 from gun violence. And that's saying something. <laughs> No, you know, it's hot down there. Well, no, viruses don't survive in the heat. Well, no, I'm just glad you're going there and not to Red Sox spring training. That sounds like where you catch it. <laughs> uh, we might head down there. Okay. All right. Oh, no. Have fun. Thank you, right. man. Bye-bye. <laughs> the Red Sox have had to quarantine a couple of players, so. And as Ross pointed out, not unexpected. No, it's complete poverty. Ron, what's up? Hey, Casey. Hey. Just wanted to uh, chime in here. Yeah, I'm planning a trip down to uh, Fort Myers, Florida. I'm flying out next Wednesday. But these tickets, I don't have no way of refunding them or changing them or nothing. I got to admit, I'm a little bit leery. Um, Even Florida, huh? Flying, uh, well, well, flying to Atlanta, I mean, they got a 
supposedly a quarantine center set up there. That's one of the airports that they're supposedly funneling people. And I'm a bit of a germaphobe anyways, and flying yeah. around that tin can. But, um, you know, I think the worst thing here is that, you know, when you hear some talking head giving reports about what's going on or how bad it could be or is or whatnot, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is this guy a Democrat or a Republican, you know? Everything is so partisan, you know? They're going to put spin on it to make it seem bad to, you know, kind of hurt you know, Trump or push their agenda, they're going to make it seem like it's nothing to, you know, make it, you, know, it, you can't trust what you hear is, um, I think the biggest concern. And yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, since day one, I may wear since a mask. day one with China, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I may, I may wear a mask or I'm just going to carry some hand sanitizer, but I think if I could have refunded my tickets or changed the dates, I probably would have delayed it. Um, I'm thinking, uh, you know, and if things really get, you know, bad within the next uh, week or so, you know, I'm going to definitely cancel it. I mean, it's definitely on the back of your mind, you know. Yeah, um, I, I, you know I what, read, sir, uh, I, uh, I, I, um, I hate to break this to you, but those, uh, the masks, the, just the regular old masks, they don't really do anything. Yeah, I know. It keeps from picking your nose, at least, you know, and I got a beard, so, I mean, that makes it even less effective, but, I mean, you know, it's, who knows? I mean, it's just, it, yeah. it sucks, the whole thing. It, just it sucks. does and, suck, uh, I, I totally agree. I love, look, I love traveling around, and I hate the idea uh, that, and thank you very much for the call, I hate the idea that people are nervous to go ahead and do that, but I understand it. Plus, there's best practices. You know, from the Olympic standpoint, you can't look at, you can't even necessarily look at where you are, you're going to have to look at where you would be. And you got a best guess. And I know that some people are coming at this from political sides, but some people aren't. I, I you know, on the on the even though we were all being asked about it when you check in now on the mobile app, when I was being asked for when I was traveling internationally here a week ago, um, it was something that people were actively discussing. They were discussing uh, in the uh, in the uh, on the flight from Costa Rica to Dallas. Uh, in my section, they were having a conversation about it, and I've seen stories where people have freaked out. They had planes where they had to pull people off planes because they wouldn't ride with some of the passengers. Uh, just over in Italy, it happened. Uh, Tony, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, sir? I am a uh, I'm a flight attendant, so I'm catching it uh, from both sides all day. The fear yeah. and the it's much more anxiety on the planes now, and everybody a lot of masks. And like you said, the masks don't really do anything. But you're seeing more and more. I'm even seeing some like custom designed masks. The people are coming on with masks they actually spent a lot of money on, which do nothing at all. Like you said. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're exchanging it's, air, you're not really doing anything. Let me ask you this. Uh, so, yeah, do people? Because some people, I. I know they'll they'll ask for the sanitizing wipes. I want to wipe everything down when they get up in there. Yeah. You, you, I'm assuming you've seen a big increase on that. On uh, we have, and the airlines actually started catering us more wipes and more masks and yeah. things like that. The stuff that people keep asking for constantly, they started giving us a lot more of them, like separate bags. Like, here you go, here's 50 more sanitary wipes, just because people are going to ask for them to wipe down everything. With, with, sit down, which I understand. Yeah, but, but without identifying your your who you fly for, I, I don't want to know that. I am curious uh, though. The con are there conversations going on within the aviation industry, uh, whether it's you and some of the other uh, attendants or uh, from the company? I mean, they have to be at least planning the what ifs. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Like two weeks ago, we were getting daily emails with coronavirus updates. Um, now we're getting one about every three days with new countries that are banned or new uh, CDC recommendations. Or so There hasn't really been a lot of recommendations for us. It's mostly been uh, wash your hands a lot, uh, gloves and masks do pretty much nothing. Just make sure you're washing your hands and be careful um, with letting people touch you sure. a lot because, you know, things can contract like that. But for the most part, they're saying kind of stay the course right now. We're not getting any indication that we need to take any extra precautions besides canceling the the Beijing flights and right. things like that. But it's yeah. um, pretty much the same things that the general public are getting and just telling us to be careful, watch ourselves, protect ourselves. If we feel like we need to wear a mask um, going to certain destinations, it's okay, but it's not recommended. Yeah, um, but well, you won't get in trouble of, either way well, if you the, do. The thing is, people look to you guys. I, I related the story of when I was yeah. we made that emergency landing in Atlanta a month ago where... The thing that the thing that bothered me the most was not whether we lost one or both wheels on that MD eighty. It was watching the flight attendant who was new, watching her hands shake. Yeah, her hands were shaking while she oh, was wow. giving that briefing, and that did more to disconcert mm-hmm. the people in my area than anything else. But Tony, I got to yeah. roll. I thank you very much for the call, sir. Okay. No problem. All right, stay safe out there. Let's get Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. Sir. Who's uh, you've been wiping the Doppler down a lot yep, more? I'm assuming wiping it down. I got the handy wipes in here. Okay, and, you know everything's kind of all prepared. I'm I'm prepared. Okay, I well am, it's I'm a, ready. You got well. You saw the Olympic people. We predicted this, and then uh, the the uh, IOC's longest serving member and spokesman Dick Pound yes. came out yesterday and said mm-hmm. that uh, by if if in May it doesn't look like there's a handle on this, it may not hold yeah, the Olympics. I heard about that. And if Dick Pound says that, yes, if, yeah, yes. If he does, you know it's probably... But it's probably bad, yeah. Anyway, um, weather bad in spots this morning. Dense fog advisories for areas of uh, thicker fog. I mean, obviously, dense fog advisory means, hey, watch out for some areas of dense fog, <laughs> yeah. right? Sometimes it all makes it's sense bad, in this dude. business. Yeah, it's kind of ugly out there. Very mild, too. Uh, most of us in the mid-50s, we should be in the mid-30s this time of year, so... Well, we're going to wrap up this winter. Really like to see where all the numbers come out to be. Uh, another warm month this month. It looks like that's going to continue today, mid upper 60s. And the change coming out ahead of a cold front this afternoon, a few showers, maybe even a thunderstorm this evening, especially from the triangle north and east, and actually some stronger storms and spots with some gusty winds. And that front comes through, and then we're in the 30s tomorrow morning, mid and upper 30s. So big changes by tomorrow. Sunshine and near 50 with a brisk breeze out of the west northwest. 30 tomorrow night with some upper 20s in the triad and points west. Cloud sunshine Friday, highs in the low 50s. And then we'll wrap up the month on leap day Saturday. Cloud sunshine close to 50. And we're quickly milder on the first day of meteorological spring on Sunday. Some clouds in the 50s. And we got 60s and low 70s coming in early next week. It looks like March will come in like a lion. and right Or like a lamb, excuse me. Uh, pretty pleasant weather to start off the first few days of March. You remember that show Battle Bots? Nope. 
It was on Comedy Central or something where they just battle bots. They would design little robots to fight each to like so, little rolly ones that would fight each oh, yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that roll. Yeah, the, yeah. The radio controlled. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Okay, well, they're terrified now, and we have a video on the blog, and you need to see it. Casey on the radio dot com. Okay. They're so fast, you'll think the video is, like, sped up. It's not. Uh, we're all going to die. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Just check it out, and then, you know, get in your bunker. I'm going. All right, man. Take it easy. Taking my wipes with me. Yeah, I don't blame you. Okay. It's not going to save you, though, from your robot overlords. Uh, all right. Ross, you would agree? Terrifying? Oh, completely terrifying, yes. Oh. Simulation of electric cars. This... These are not these are not your these are not your dad's electric cars. And they're super fast. Like, what if they do bring coronavirus? Well, they'd be there in a second. Right. Yeah. You're done. You're done. After it plus it looked like they'd probably cut your foot off at the speed they're moving. Yeah, because they unfold with like weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad we invented those. Good job, people, enthusiasts of the sumo robot fighting sport. See the video, KContheradio.com. We'll be back. Don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true. But thankfully, they're offering a way out, the Fresh Start Initiative. If you qualify, you could save thousands. The experts at Optima Tax Relief will fight to get you the best deal possible. And they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Call Optima for your free consultation. Call 800-960-1575. 800-960-1575. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Ten years of news twice an hour and smart talk all day. 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Yeah, if you rope them around the head and they're broke, it could cause them, they get a little weird, they get a little uh, shy. You don't want shy horses for that. Yeah, we're uh, booking Lincoln's birthday party. Going to be eight this year, and we're going to do like a horse place of horses, and they specialize with kids with special needs. Cool. Yeah. So I want to know if you want to like come up and like rope a horse. I literally could. That wouldn't be a problem. But it's if they're broken horses, those are horses that are highly trained because they're dealing with special needs children. Correct. So it's not good to run around and rope them around the head. But I think the kids could be entertained by it. I offered to rope the kids. See, I that? used to, I used to practice on my little brother. I'd make him run, and then I'd rope. Yeah, right. We talk a lot on the show about optics. Yeah, I think that could be bad, potentially bad optics. To, What's that? You know, for you to be roping special needs children. Well, they would. It I could would look bad. I can only rope one. I, I would tell them all to scatter, so there's a chance they weren't roped. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, Lincoln might like it. He'll probably just think you're tickling him. Yeah. He likes being tickled, you know, so I don't... Yeah, you want to... I'm just saying, it might look bad. Sometimes when you're running, though, and people rope you around the feet, you fall forward, it looks like that TikTok thing. Right. You don't want that. Uh, Scott, what's up? Casey, good morning. Morning. I'm thinking probably by the fall of the year, this corona thing will be a pandemic. And we've been told it started from people eating soup made out of bats. Well, so I'm one, but so kind I'm of, if, kind of. Well, but what do you think if at Halloween, if you dress up like Batman, is that disrespectful to those infected? I don't know. I think it would be. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, well, and again, there's a there's a certain origin portion there. So, okay, well then, don't do that. <sighs> That's the other thing. You gonna let your kids go out around Halloween? If this thing's going? Probably not, right? Janet, what's up? 
Hey, Casey, I was just thinking, if people freaked out like this when AIDS broke out, then we might have a lot more people alive today. You know, I imagine the condom companies right ticked off about what's going on right now. How many people do you think when AIDS broke out jumped on the airplane knowing what they were going to do and never once asked for a condom? There was never a condom shortage. Well, I don't understand. What, do you think people are just sitting in their seat, but they have a condom on? I don't. <laughs> no. Well, look. But to no. be fair, to be fa- to be fair, just because I have very limited time here. Um, to be fair, when AIDS broke out, one you had a lot of people didn't understand transmission, like how it worked. But also, there was there was a large swath of people who assumed it was relegated to a certain portion of the population. Whereas I don't think coronavirus, with the exception of a surprisingly low uh, infection rate for young, young children, I don't, I don't think people are under the impression that you, you can't, and thanks for the call, Jenny, you can't get it. But go back to your other points. My studio, I'll wear what I want, you perv. Stop I was talking staring. About, I would, that would be the last thing that would be happening. <laughs> All right, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest calling in from his corona-proof bunker next. Hang on. Good morning, everybody. It is 8.07. It is absolute soup outside my window. So for many of you, if you're just hitting the road, it's still... You didn't gain anything by waiting, so be careful out there. Um, it is Wednesday, though, and as we normally do, we chat with Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest, who joins us now. And, Dan, we were talking about coronavirus this morning. Let me hit you from a candidate standpoint, because I was looking... I get your schedule, you know, where you're going, and on Saturday... You're going uh, everywhere, and the other day you were also everywhere. So you're doing like four or five counties on these days you're traveling, meeting with all these different folks, going to all these different events. Does any of that ever cross your mind, especially since there's so much campaigning to go? Yeah, absolutely it does. I think that uh, probably more than ever, you know, I've never been one to really get sick much, and um, I got the flu last year. It was like the worst flu I've ever had in my life. I was out for like 10 days, but now I think about that kind of stuff a lot more. So actually our team does too. You know, you, you're like, uh, in this world that we live in where you like, don't want to offend somebody by like, you know, washing your hands in front of people or sanitizing or whatever. You really feel a need to make sure, uh, you know, that your hands stay clean. Hundreds if not thousands of hands sometimes in a week, probably. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird cultural thing that we face right now. And there's actually a lot of people that are like fist bumping or elbow bumping or whatever else. Cause they're like, Hey, you know, uh, a lot of stuff going around right now, but yeah, it's, uh, ever, it's definitely a concern. Did you ever see the video that the Obama administration put out, uh, with, it was during Ebola and it was basically a video showing people how they could greet each other without, uh, touching. And it had, it had elbow bumping. Um, or you could you could bang ankles. It was about the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. But at the, <laughs> about, yeah, haven't heard that one before. That'd be a little weird. Yeah, yeah you kind of tap ankles like you're uh, you're doing a Russian dance or something. I don't even know what it is. But we have the yeah. we in, in all seriousness. Even though his name is 
what it is. Uh, you have this this IOC guy, his name is Dick Pound, and he's saying that right now with the Olympics going to be in Tokyo, they're sitting there. They they have a game plan where if by May they don't feel that we're in the right direction, they could cancel the Olympics. It's really easy to freak out and let the media freak you out, but it's due in large part to the fact that we don't have a lot of trust in the numbers that China's putting out and some of the other stuff we're seeing. And while here in the U.S. we've only had two cases of person-to-person transfer, that doesn't mean things can't change. When you're in a leadership position, not just the president, but also from a state standpoint, what needs to be on the mind of the person who people are going to look to, because ultimately there's going to be responsibility even at the state level. Well, it's uh, safety and security. We talk about, you know, uh, law enforcement a lot in that regard, but in this case, it's how do you protect your people? I think that's, you know, government's first responsibility is to protect them, protect their rights. But, uh, you know, protection in this case could be to say, hey, we're, you know, we are banning uh, international air travel to Wuhan. We are uh, banning our, you know, elite athletes from going to a country where, uh, you know, could be right in the epicenter of what's going on over there. So I think, you know, I think that's a very feasible and logical thing to do. You certainly don't want these, you know, our best athletes in the world to go over there and start dying. Uh, I think the challenge is, you know, from my perspective, is America does a great job of uh, controlling these kinds of things. Uh, but if you look at countries that don't have the same kind of technology and abilities that we do, uh, even continents, you look at Africa, uh, for instance, or South America, uh, where there's much more of a third world environment from a health perspective, uh, those are the places where the real danger still lies. I, you know, I went to Peru not too many weeks ago, and I th- there were you know probably 20 people on my airplane, a 757 or something, going down to Peru uh, from uh, China or you know somewhere in Asia, and they're all wearing masks. So uh, there's, it's not a far-fetched scenario to say that this thing really could spread through these more third-world-type environments pretty quickly. And, and economically, I was having a conversation yesterday with somebody who, they work for a rather large company, and they're in a management position here in North Carolina, and we were just talking about, you know, what corporations may do. Not just what you see at the stock market, where people are betting against, you know, quarterly earnings reports, which is what's going on right now. But companies saying we're not going to be traveling our employees. Uh, we're not. We may not be doing this. Yeah. We may not be doing that. Yeah. It has all of these ripple effects that we feel here locally. Yeah, it's got a world economy effect, and we're seeing that a one point seven trillion dollars out of the market in the last few days. Uh, so you're definitely seeing the hit from it. But I think ultimately this is kind of you know this is like one of those decisions where people say, "Wow, what happens when you know you really have a serious pandemic in the future?" Or you're somebody like Apple that has invested all your technology uh, in Asia, and so you can't even get your product anymore. I think you know what you could see from especially from these American manufacturers is bringing more things back to the United States so that they don't run into these issues in the future. If it does turn into a dystopia, I would like to call dibs on bunkering inside our new circus train. Can I do that? You can. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch- 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 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I think you'd be much safer with Ross on the moon. Uh, well, when you Ross know, that's a good his, point. Uh, moon, his moon base, I think you would probably be much safer there. Zero cases of coronavirus reported on the moon thus far. So if people don't know what the circus train is, we've talked a lot about DOT overspending, some transition at the top uh, with both you and the state treasurer. So this story... Uh, among the uh, among the fun expenditures, apparently the North Carolina Department of Transportation bought a circus train. What? What is going on with this? And it's <laughs> it currently is just yeah. chilling by itself. This is formerly owned by Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus, and it's essentially sitting on an abandoned rail line uh, near Spring Hope. And it cost yeah. us as a house. It cost us more than a lot of people's houses. What? Explain this to me. Uh, well, I wish I could. Uh, you know, I'm getting my information the same place you are. I saw it yesterday. Uh, Don Carrington in the Carolina Journal released uh, this uh, report that uh, back about three years ago, the DOT uh, bought nine cars, $383,000, and uh, they're just sitting in the middle of nowhere in Nash County, and nobody really knows why they're there, what they're doing. They the DOT says it was part of a strategic initiative, and right. I don't really know what in the world uh, the strategy is there uh, related to this, but um, but a strategic initiative, yeah, in a time where, you know, you're really trying to make every dollar count and go somewhere, I'm not really sure. Now, you know, I'm not willing to throw everybody under the bus to you figure out what that strategic initiative is, but if you're going to talk about the strategic initiative, maybe people need to know what it is. Well, it it it's... It's one of those things that's just too easy for folks to look at and go, here we go again. You know, they, yeah, the, the right. annual list of crazy expenditures. You know, Wake Forest University got a grant to give cocaine to monkeys. That's real, by the way. Um, yeah. yeah know, they say they make this statement in there that after buying the circus train, which doesn't have a locomotive with it, by the way. It's really not really a full train. It's cars. That's fair uh, point. The rail yeah. cars. Yeah. Uh, NCDOT applied for and was awarded a $77 million federal grant to purchase new rail cars. So there, the implication is that somehow the federal government wanted us to buy a circus train so that they would give us $77 million. I mean, that sounds a little bit ludicrous to me, but um, yeah, probably conflating some things there that don't need to be. What do you, uh, just because we're checking in, we're, uh, we we got our primary obviously coming up on, uh, on Tuesday. Everything from a voting yeah. perspective seemed to be going well in North Carolina. I haven't seen a ton of stuff. Uh, with people complaining. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Okay, so I think we'll find out on election day because uh, turnout's low as it is with all primaries, maybe even a little lower now. And we've kind of seen that, you know, the big push is certainly on the Democrat side because of the Democrat presidential uh, primary that gets all the attention right now. And we've seen low Democrat turnout all over the country. So uh, I don't know really what's driving the lowness, but we moved, uh, as you know, we've had May primaries, and we moved that back to March, and a lot of people still don't even know. I mean, I, I do events regularly with people, and, you know, you can, how many people know there's a primary on March 3rd, you know, and a lot of people just don't, because people don't pay attention to such things, and how would you know, you know, uh, unless you were reading. So anyway, I, I don't really know. It's kind of hard to say. I don't think the primary, a lot of people, a lot of pundits like to say, well, the primary is a bellwether for what's going to happen, and uh, November. I don't think that's really the case at all. 
But, um, yeah, I mean, sentiment is really good, at least on our side. The Republican sentiment's really strong. People are very energized, more energized than I have ever seen them before. I've just never seen anything like this, kind of this groundswell of support all over the state. So uh, we feel pretty good about 2020 going into this. It's obviously going to be a brutal uh, battle here. We have number one governor's race in the country, number one Senate race, 2020 convention, and a top four state for the president. So is this the top, it's going to be a lot of money for the governor's race? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. I it knew is. it was the Senate. From the yeah. Senate. yeah, number one governor's race and number one Senate race. So if people you know ever wonder, you know, is North Carolina uh, you know a player in this? It's the tip of the spear for the 2020 election. Well, I don't know. I saw WRAL put a big set of polls out, and apparently you're all wrong on everything. So just, just so you know. That. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good place to be. That you tells me that I'm actually on the right side. Dude, here's what you should do. You ready? Buy the circus train, alleviate the voters' $380,000 mistake, paint it up like you did your bus, and choo-choo that thing all whistle around the stop state. Tour. Yes. Whistle stop Old tour. Old school there whistle you stop. Go. You need the little balcony Old thing on the school. back. Oh, it'll be amazing. There you go. And since everybody knows that politics is a circus anyway, I think that would be quite fitting. I, I, I didn't say it, but, you know. There you go. All right. Um, there well, you have it. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm, you know, there's. Oh, by the way, you saw the Hurricanes uh, game. I know the uh, yeah. the governor kind of jumped on that. How friggin' amazing was that yeah. for that guy just to pluck from the? That stands. was probably one of the coolest things in sports history. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not an avid hockey fan by any means, but you don't have to be. That is. Uh, that was just like something movies are made of. You know, Rudy, things that are man. just unreal or surreal. Yeah. yeah, it's Rudy. Absolutely, it is. It's that's cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> if proud of that guy and uh, kind of cool. He's got he's got one of the coolest life stories to tell now. Yeah. Oh, he should be on the speaking circuit. He needs an agent. Uh, so, what sporting event would Dan does Dan? Because we were talking about how all guys think that there's a, there's a moment they could just step in on a particular sport. Is there one for Dan Forrest? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, listen, I was, I was, uh, I played all sports growing up, but I was a quarterback on, um, you know, football and I still have these dreams where I'm like this age now, but I'm going back to high school and I can't find my helmet and I can't find my pads or my shoes. There's always something that you're missing, but you're getting ready to go into the game. So yeah, I think it must be, you know, to go back to your glory days or something. I, I really don't know, but that, that football would probably be it for me because that's the one I seem to dream about the most. Just pluck you from the stands. You come in, throw four touchdowns. Yeah. Be nice. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll chat we'll chat next week. And obviously, uh, next week will be a very important day. It'll be the day after the primary. And all I can beg yeah. is that our results don't look like Iowa's. Uh, That's exactly yeah, right. We have some actual answers. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, uh, all right, man. Easy. Y'all have a good one. All right. You Take too. Bye there now. you go. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest joining us here on the KCO Day radio program. Oh, I forgot to ask him what heist he was involved with this week. Ross was looking into that. Do we know? Probably, you know, it was Jules last time. Maybe some fine art. Uh, who was the guy from the Ocean's 13 movie? The other guy, the French guy who lived in the Chateau? The Fox? The Night Fox? Because they never determined he did all of them. I'm just saying. If you don't know that story, too, you should Google that. Yeah, so we have a circus train that sits on tracks and does nothing, and you paid for. So if you take anything away from that, there's something to uh, contemplate when we're wondering where all that money went. Uh, meanwhile, it's 820. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Hang on. One oh six one FM talk 
and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is KCO Day and Carolina's Morning News. All right, good morning. It is uh, 825 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Oh, we do have a candidate. Okay, all right. So what we've been doing is federal and state candidates. Uh, we're had telling folks they can call in. We'll chit-chat with them. And then don't worry for local candidates. Uh, when I say state, I mean statewide. Uh, for local candidates, uh, North Carolina House, Senate, all that, Monday and Tuesday, we'll have an opportunity for you guys to call in. Um, and uh, so this, uh, we will chat coming up after the bottom of the hour because I want to give them more than just two minutes. Um, we will uh, chat with the gentleman, uh, Nasir Sheikh, who is a doctor. Excuse me, it's Dr. Nasir Sheikh, correct? Uh, who is running uh, against David Price uh, in the uh, 4th Congressional District. So we'll, uh, we will chat with him. I understand he's got some radio chops, too. So it uh, should be a, uh, a decent interview. And uh, uh, we'll do that at uh, 835. Let me hit you with a couple other things here just in the interim, or at least one. Um, remember yesterday when we told you about this horrible, horrible TikTok trend where uh, people are getting their friends to jump, they're kicking their legs out from under them, and then people are then falling on their back and neck and head, and two people have died? Well, it's even creepier. So, as, as I understand TikTok, correct me if I'm wrong, basically somebody will create a TikTok video, and then a bunch of other people will recreate it? Is that the gist of it, generally? Ross is staring at me like I have eight wow, heads. no idea, no idea. Sure. I thought it was like Vine, but then I'm old, so I don't know. So, I don't understand this. This is a son, he, what is he, 16, 17, who's recreating some little musical dance, and at the end of the dance, he slaps his mom's chest. And yes, I mean those. And she's laughing. Right, so, the little smack, the smack. Right, right, of the drums, he, his mom, yeah. One and boob, kind of the staring, other boob. And she's... Staring at them and they're smirking and the whole thing is just kind of weird. Very West Virginia. Man, that's how it is in that family. Okay, is I it's just so strange to me. You ever known anyone where it's just like they were they're way I don't know I want to say way too close to their parents, but it was creepy. Yeah, yeah, Tom Brady, right? Oh, stop! Right, Tom Brady and his kids. <laughs> I mean, I hate to throw it out there, you know, because you know I'm a Buffalo fan. And he obviously plays for the Patriot. People would say I have an agenda here, and that's not why I would be doing. I'm just saying it was weird. So I, I was meaning Brady. when you were. I was meaning when you like went over to a friend's house when you were in school, and like the dynamic with the. I know there's one kid, and he's a nice guy, and I don't think there's anything going on. But I always thought it was really weird how Brady esque, and maybe it's just because my family was just such a bunch of smart asses. Brady esque. I meant the Brady bunch. Oh sure, right. Of course. I'm not jumping on your hate train. You as a Vikings fan, you wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Ross such a hater. All right, we will we will we will chat with the man challenging David Price, Dr. Nasir Sheikh, next. Hang on. Your day smarter. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now.
All right, it is uh, 836 KCO Day radio program. Um, in case any of you were wondering whether Donald Trump was watching the debate last night, uh, Ross, you were checking the Twitter this morning. Because he was flying back from India. Uh, guy is so funny. Did, what did he, so what did he funny. tweet? Crazy, chaotic, democratic debate last night. Fake news said Biden did well, even though he said half of our population was shot to death. <laughs> I mean, it's a good point. For those of you go, well, you didn't say that. Imagine if I stood here and said we give immunity to drug companies. We give immunity to tobacco companies. That has caused carnage on our streets. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from law. That's crazy. Joining us now, uh, the, one of the uh, folks uh, who is running the Republican primary to face uh, 4th District Congressman David Price, uh, Dr. Nasir Sheikh. Uh, do you find it harder to run for Congress, sir, with half the population dead? Hello? 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 Yeah, hey. Yes. Morning. Yes. <laughs> does that make, Hi, it, does it, make it easier because you only have to knock on half the doors? Uh, how does that work? Absolutely. I mean, listen, what's the other thing? I think I heard you talking about, well, you know what? Traffic still sucks. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, and you know what? And you know what? Uh, real estate agents should be doing really well, right? Well, you I mean, have you know, to homes, too. Uh, well, the other people that want to buy, I mean, real estate, you know, investors, they're probably, you know, scarfing up, you know, half the homes around the United States of America. Yeah. I, I mean, this is the type of stuff that's happening, okay, on the on the left, I call the alt-left, you know, the Democratic State Party-controlled media and the mainstream media. I mean, this is, this is just looney tunes. It's crazy talk what's happening out there. And unfortunately, like I said, you know, the mainstream media is covering for these guys. I expect that your opponent or your potential opponent, uh, pending the uh, primary, uh, David Price, I expect David Price uh, to uh, endorse one of the Democrats. Like, I get it. I was surprised, though, because he was last to the party among the state Democrats, that he went with Joe Biden when it appears there's there's something wrong there. And I think it shows a real, a real errant judgment. If he had come out with a Klobuchar or Buttigieg or something like that, I'd get it. But um, what is it that you hope to accomplish? Because David Price won with 70, well, he got 72% re-election last time. I know the district's been tweaked. What, what kind of road do you see there, and what message do you bring? Well, the message that I want to bring, basically, is going to be one of inclusivity and to basically talk to those crossover voters and also those voters on the Democratic side, basically saying, hey, look, there's a different thing here. What has David Price really done in the three decades that he's been there? I mean, we're talking about elitism. We're talking about crony capitalism. We're talking about, um, you know, have you in the last 30 years for you, your family, your children, what have you seen that's benefited you and your community with David Price as being, you know, the representative? And now what's happened, um, Casey, is that District 4, I believe, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was reading someplace. It has been one of the most gerrymandered districts in the United States of America. 
It is now comprising all of Durham, all of Chatham, all of Orange, the southern tip of Vance, all of Granville, all of Franklin, and the north tip of Wake. Yes. So it is a huge, huge district. And the question that I tell people is that I don't know if David Price, you know, where has he been holding, you know, community meetings? Where has he been in terms of in Franklin and, in, um, you know, Granville? You know, has he done things that's sort of, you know, helping the people out there? And so I ask people to go to my website, take a look at my platform, my freedom platform, what I stand for, which are conservative values. I have backed Donald Trump from the very beginning, even before he ran as president. In fact, I have a radio show people can go to uh, my website. A TV show as well out in California, and I was one of the few conservative pundits that basically talked about and guaranteed and predicted a Donald Trump victory on my show the night before pre-election on um, November seventh, two thousand and sixteen. And um, people feel, can feel go to, free to they, feel free to give your website. That's fine. Thank you. Okay, it's uh, www. and then my name, which is N A S I R. S H A I K H dot com. And the other thing, Casey, is I want everyone to know out there that I'm going to be the first Reagan conservative. I believe I've done some research on this. I may be wrong, but I think I'm going to be the first Reagan conservative, Trump loving Republican who happens to be a second generation American who is an American pragmatic Muslim running for Congress on the Republican side. And I think that's going to shock a lot of people because the alt-left media and the Democratic State Party-controlled media, I think they have a narrative out there that basically says that there's no diversity on the Republican side. And I'm going to be, hopefully, if I get through the primary, and that's why I need to support him initially, is to show people that there are American Muslims out there that love this country. And the difference between me being a pragmatic American Muslim and some other people in the country, some of them in Congress, who say they're Muslims, but they're not, they are Muslimists with an IST after them. And who am I talking about? People like Ilhan Omar, they're not Muslim. They're Muslimists. People like Rashida Tlaib, She's not a Muslim. She's a Muslimist. How dare she, after she won the election, she wrapped herself in the Palestinian flag. This was not a Palestinian election. This was a United States election. Andre Parson of Indiana is not a Muslim. He's a Muslimist. Keith Ellison, the Attorney General of Minnesota, is not a Muslim. He's a Muslimist. You know, let me, can Linda Sarsour, I'm can, just saying, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me, let me just pause here, because actually when, um, uh, uh, and I'm not pushing back with you, the Keith Ellison of now, I worked in Minneapolis at the time Keith Ellison was initially elected to Congress. Uh, for those who don't remember, he was a member of Congress. And uh, I, uh, I would have him, it was weird, we would have him on the show once every two weeks. And then we would also have Michelle Bachman, so that was always interesting the, uh, between the two. And, and Keith Ellison, I actually defended Keith Ellison when he went on Hajj. And, and, and it, he presented himself as a very, very moderate individual. Keith Ellison has moved along with the rest of the party, into the more radical version of who they are. And that's how you get the Elon Omar, who is coming from that same district, or the Rashida Tlaib. But the media portrays that as this is what a Muslim member of Congress looks like. And, and so I'm assuming, especially when you're doing a radio show, that's something that you have to push back, and you have to defend, and you have to, when they're talking about a Muslim ban, a travel ban, 
uh, that, that people are asking you about. That's a grind going back to day one with this president. What have you found most surprising to the response that you receive? Well, once I basically start telling people the difference as to what that is, and I say, look, all we, all, all a Muslim is supposed to basically do is that this country has been formed and founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And the Constitution allows us to practice whatever religion we want to. But what we don't want to do is to try to impose our religious values or our religious customs on other people. Doesn't matter what uh, you know, religious affiliation you have. And I tell people there's two ways that I make, basically make that distinction. What is it that you're trying to do? For example, if you are basically saying, um, in terms of the, this Muslim, Muslimist, you know, um, you know, category, right. are you doing it for the sake of, you gotta take a look and say, what's good for the United States of America? Not what's good for the religious affiliation that you have. And I give you an example. For example, I've heard with uh, Talib and Ilhan Omar that there were some situations that were occurring, for example, in a neighborhood where there was a, I guess, alcohol uh, was being served at one of these liquor right. stores. Right. Now, if there's Muslim families in that community. Here's the difference. As a Muslim, look, I know a lot of Muslims that drink. I know lots that don't. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't really matter to me. But if a group of Muslims start to protest that there was a, a liquor store in the neighborhood and had to close down because of religious values, that's being a Muslimist. That, that's that's the oh, difference. That's, that's, that's a fair point right there, and, and it, there's people should do a lot of reading on that. I, I, I'm up against the clock here. I just wanted to make sure that uh, you got a chance to finish that answer. Uh, again, your website, um, Dr. Nasir, N-A-S-I-R. Shake S H A I K H, and people can learn more about you there. And I appreciate you uh, calling in. Thank you, Keith. Appreciate the time. Absolutely. All right, let's get Ray Stajic in here. It's his time to. Uh, hey, you know what? I got to tell yeah. you, this is the first time I looked out the window and I could see the second row of trees. Oh, okay. So we're making so progress, better, at least right? in my little slice of heaven. Yeah, we are. We're going to make a little more progress um, as you get in the line from a. About Greensboro, Winston-Salem, down towards Charlotte. We're actually seeing a little sunshine, and there's a little window of sunshine and clear sky out ahead of the cold front, which is still to the west of us. But as you go further east for the Triangle and down toward Fayetteville, out toward the east toward Jacksonville, um, some low cloud and fog still hanging around. Now, as we get into this afternoon, the next change will come in. We'll get into the mid and upper 60s. Uh, later this afternoon through this evening, we'll see our rain chance go up. We'll have a few showers, thunderstorms. Uh, triangle stands a chance of maybe getting a stronger storm or two with some gusty winds. And then as that front goes through overnight tonight, we'll settle back to the colder mid and upper 30s. But that's really where we should be this time of year. Then a sunny day tomorrow, highs close to 50. Tomorrow night, we're near 30. Friday, clouds and sunshine, low 50s. Then back to near 50 degrees on Saturday and the overnight lows in the upper 20s to low 30s. Uh, Sunday, we're going to March like a lamb. A few clouds around and highs in the mid 50s. So, Casey, after today, no more rain. We'll get into some sunny, dry weather, some uh, chilly nights, and some chilly days coming up a few degrees down below average, but nothing significant. Certainly not setting any records before we warm up early next week. All righty, man. Thank you. See you Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, let me just answer one email here. The reason you haven't heard much from George Holding is because George Holding is not running for re-election. So to our emailer there. Uh, basically, they when they changed all the districts, the second district, which is what he currently reps, is uh, is a heavy blue district. So he declined to run again and cheat us out of the Werther's original commercials or Bluebell ice cream style commercials. 
Look, Ross was more disappointed than anybody. I promise Kyle you. Kyle and I were just in the studio, in my studio, when you just mentioned his name, and I, yeah. I automatically went, George Holden isn't running because he's on the porch whittling something. And Kyle goes, he's drinking his Louisiana sweet tea. Yeah, that's right. So George we don't get to hear those Holden. ads. Yeah, but no, it's because he's not running again. All right, so that's, you know, you can read the Google. You should Google this stuff, especially if you're planning on voting here in a few days. Ah, we'll come back. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg News, next. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Hendricks Business Systems. Jeff Bellinger joining us. Good morning, sir. What's up? Well, good morning, Casey. Uh, Stock market futures have shown a lot of volatility this morning. They're a bit higher at the moment, but we remember that uh, they were higher yesterday, and the market actually started out higher yesterday, but then uh, fell sharply as coronavirus fears set back in. The Dow lost uh, nearly 900 points yesterday. Price of oil is down to the lowest since January of last year. Mortgage bankers out this morning with a report that home loan demand increased last week. Total application volume was up 1.5%. Requests for new financing were up almost 6%. Refi requests ticked a little lower. We get the report on new home sales from the government at 10 o'clock this morning. The Centers for Disease Control warns Americans should be prepared for the possibility of a coronavirus outbreak here in the U.S. The CDC saying emergency plans could cause significant disruptions to daily life. In a worst-case scenario, schools might have to close and sporting events, concerts, and business meetings might have to be canceled. President Trump will be holding a news conference uh, on the coronavirus at 6 o'clock tonight. So that may induce a bit of a caution into uh, today's trading on Wall Street. We heard from Lowe's this morning. Lowe's reported a fourth quarter profit, the top Wall Street forecast. Sales increased and Lowe's managed to trim expenses. The increase in comparable store sales did fall short of estimates despite the strong housing market. But we hear that Lowe's shares are higher pre-market. A leadership change at Walt Disney has taken the markets by surprise. Bob Iger is leaving the CEO's post. He's turning the reins over to Bob Chappick, who heads Disney theme parks. These are better times for the music industry, with sales of recorded music jumping 13% last year to the highest level since 2006, the growth all driven by streaming. And it's not really news that uh, airline passengers don't enjoy flying very much. We've known that, but there's a new Point Sky survey out this morning, KC, that tells us just how much people dislike flying. Uh, People say the whole air travel experience from buying tickets to actually taking off causes them a lot of stress. Significant numbers of respondents say flying is more stressful than going to work, filing taxes, going to the dentist, going to the Department of Motor Vehicles, or spending a day with the in-laws. It's not that bad. (laughs) I mean, the the thing that sucks about flying is people. Mm -hmm. Just the other people. I'm cool with I'm cool with you know for the most part TSA crews pilots like but it's just all the other people I see well they're so they're they're so stupid you know you got to take your shoes off when you got nine kids and you haven't even started and you're up I'm sorry that kind of stuff irritates me but uh, anyway all right thank you sir appreciate it have a good day talk to you tomorrow plus that person is so stupid they've reproduced nine times what's that doing for the gene pool. That's a loss.
And the only upside, apparently, is that in Joe Biden's world, half of them are dead. Just doing the math. Ah, I'm more concerned. Bernie Sanders wants to tax the quantum realm. Why? Why yeah. he's taxing that now? It's right. It doesn't seem fair. No. And you know how time is in the quantum realm. If we're going it's all very Thanos here, slow. Yeah. Which means you're not going to have a lot to recoup your losses. No, not at all. Before you hit retirement, so it's very, very important stuff there. Well, if you were among the uh, roughly half of people in the North American continent killed by gun violence in the last 13 years, uh, you'll be happy to know that uh, a new model, or it's not a new model, but a model initially uh, from Quebec, Canada, uh, is the envy and is now being put so that people, if you have any, basically it's a regional heritage thing. So it's kind of like an extension of like uh, where you do the genetic testing to figure out where you're from. So they put together the uh, the database known as the Ballsack database so that people can search genetic information from uh, modern people from that region and, and help trace their lineage. So in a way, it's universities putting together these databases that are free to search. So, But they say the Ballsack model uh, will, be the, will be the gold standard uh, for other – what? Right. For other databases. Is that how you pronounce that? I mean, I hate to question you. It sounds a little... What, database? Database. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, I'm five, so... Database. No, no, not database. That sounds good. The the ball sack. B-A-L-S-A-C. That sounds about right. Yeah, no, it is right. It's the ball sack database, which is the unfortunate combination of the first letter of all of the inventors of it. And they apparently couldn't go in another direction. I mean, can you move the letters around? I mean, at that point, that's intentional. At that point, you know exactly what you're doing. Well, you know how there's one, you know, the, the, whoever the B a, is, yeah, is like, I'm the head of this. I'll but, go first. Yeah, there had to be one holdout where they're like, I don't know about this. No, there's they're so, like, no, we're going with ball sack. You can, you can put scabble. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That doesn't sound any better, does it? <laughs> no. They spell out scab. La Scab. You go La Scab. It's Quebec, so it's French, I think. No, they went ball sack. So you'll search the book. Which, it's kind of interesting when you're, you're, I mean, you're searching genetic profiles. Well, at least we still have the Olympics to look forward to. Well, we'll find out from Dick Pound whether that's true <laughs> or not. The longest serving IOC member. Longest serving member. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.